Hello and welcome to the Journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm Catalina Albanu and this week we'll be finding out more about how to monetize open source software. At Journalism.co.uk we often cover open source tools for journalists. As the pockets of many media organizations aren't so deep, it's easier for journalists to use open source software if they want to experiment with different storytelling styles. Aside from the cost advantage, open source tools are also easy to customize if you want to, for example, change the font or the color scheme. You can also suggest changes to the creators or add them in yourself. But if money doesn't factor into it, how are the teams working on this software keeping afloat? In this podcast, we'll hear from Douglas Arianes, founder of a new startup called Mural, to better understand how the creators of open source software can make their work available for free, and if it actually is all for free. Before starting Mural, uh, I was one of the co-founders of an organization called Source Fabric, uh, which also made open source tools for journalists. Um, I was with Source Fabric for seven years, and just this year started Mural. Uh, before that, I was a consultant with an organization called the Media Development Investment Fund, uh, which also made some open source tools for journalists. So I've been doing open source software for, let's see, it's 2018, so yeah, 16 years now. When you have open source software, uh, you're not charging for the installation, or essentially, you're not charging for the license to use the software. So. Anyone can download it, and most importantly though, anyone can modify the, the code. So if you need to make some changes in it, you can. Um, it's not like it's a black box and you, know, you can never change something inside of it. Mural is an immersive storytelling tool that will be available to the public soon. It's funded by the Digital News Initiative, and it will help journalists more easily create visual stories and make this type of journalism more accessible and more affordable. Journalists using Mural to tell their stories won't need to know how to code. They will be able to make the most of their multimedia pieces of content by producing a more immersive story. Imagine a free tool for scrollytelling. To keep Mural going, Douglas is looking at monetizing the service, which he says is a common way for teams to earn money for the open source software they create. If you need various assistance, if you have bugs that you need to report or this type of thing, um, that's also something that we can, uh, we can charge for. Uh, we charge for hosting. Um, we have our own infrastructure for serving uh, the files that are, that are made by Mural. Uh, and then, uh, in addition, there's other stuff like uh, customization, uh, integration. So let's say you've got, you've got a, an existing set of tools that you work with and you need to integrate Mural into that. Uh, it worked essentially the same way with Source Fabric. Um, the, you know, a news or organization would hire us uh, to install their newsroom, and we would set it up, and and then they would pay for various things, uh, customization, new features, uh, other things like that. But what was cool there, and I think this is probably indicative of a change in attitude. Um, Organizations now are starting to realize that open source is good for everyone. And so, or what would happen is that that you would get we would get commissioned to to make a feature, but then that feature, that new feature, 
would be open sourced just like everything else, so that the entire community benefits from one person trying to solve a problem. I mean, it's it, in the open source world, it's a philosophy called scratch your own itch. So, you know, I have a problem, I'm going to solve it, and I'll share it with everyone else, and maybe you'll get some use out of it too. For Douglas, the advantages of using open source software go way beyond the fact that you can install it without paying. Well, the thing is, we're not giving the the whole thing away for free. I mean, you st you know, we hope to make money on this, and we're running it like a business. Um, but uh, the the biggest freedom in in this is that you have the ability to go into the code and alter it to fit your needs. So if you don't like the font that we're using, you can go in and change that. If you don't like the way that this video plays, you can go in and change that. Um, if you want to add support for YouTube or something like that, you know, you're free to do that. And that's actually a really important part of it because the ability to adapt a tool is maybe more important than the ability to use it. So one key advantage is customization. You can improve open source software yourself, add to it or tweak parts to better suit your use case. But can you request that the creators add something you think might be useful? That happens a lot in the open source world. People think that just this software just magically materializes out of the sky and all you have to do is just ask the developer and they will make it for you for free and it'll be perfect, right? But in real life, uh, it takes a lot of time to make software and hopefully uh, people are starting to come around to the idea that you know these things do take time and money and uh, you know it's uh, it's important to contribute back to the project as, as opposed to just simply taking and taking and taking and then saying well I don't like this because it doesn't do what I want it to do right or or I hear this a lot uh, we heard this all the time in source fabric well it doesn't have all the features that I want and I don't want to pay anything for it and you know if you had all these features that I might use it but I'm not going to use it until it has all the features that I want for free and you know I mean I can understand that but you know at the same time you just want to slap somebody sometimes as well as making people understand the work that goes into creating software and maintaining it, one of the challenges open source creators face is making their new releases discoverable. Marketing is important for all products, including new open source tools. Even if they are designed to solve a key problem in the workflow or enable particular actions to be done more easily or at a smaller cost, there is no guarantee that a community will develop around your latest product. Tons of projects, even especially in the in the journalism space, uh, tons of projects are they're really eager to get people involved in making the code better and all this stuff. But you know, let's face it, a lot of these projects really don't get the kind of engagement that they would deserve. And so you're you know you go through all these you know hoops, and difficulties, you know, to make the code uh, make it uh, logical, make it clear what's going on. You know, you really try to write it well, assuming that there's going to, you know, the whole world's going to see it, and then crickets, <laughs> and you know, and you're like, wait, where's all the people that are going to take a look at my beautiful code? And you know, nobody contributes, nobody, you know, you don't hear anything back, and you know that happens a lot. Um, and so, one of the key things in any open source project is just making sure that first off, there's people using it, but then that there are people who understand that they can also improve it. And, you know, improving it could be, you know, writing a, 
an addition to the manual or maybe making a, a translation of the manual in another language. You know, these are all things that aren't technical, um, but could assist the, the user community as well. You've been listening to the Journalism.co.uk podcast. Do you have a favorite open source tool you'd like to recommend to other journalists? Tweet us at Journalism News.